0: Hi, I'm Mary Tawes, Communications Advisor at the Centre for International Governance Innovation. Earlier today, the UK Supreme Court ruled that Parliament ultimately holds the power to trigger the process to leave the EU. And joining me on the line from London, UK, is the Director of the Center's International Law Research Program, Una Fitzgerald. Hi, Una, how are you doing today? Hi, Mary. I'm fine. How are you? I'm well, thank you. And thanks for taking the time to help us make sense of the ruling this morning. And for those just catching up on the decision, uh, could you give us an overview? Sure. Uh, well, the
1: Supreme Court has made a decision, 8 to 3. So out of the 11 judges, 8 voted in favor of the the, the decision. And they've concluded that, in fact, it is Parliament that has the authority to uh, give notice under Article 50 of the Treaty on the European Union. This was uh, contested. Um, Theresa May and the government had argued that their authority to make and unmake treaties, which is under the Crown prerogative, would allow them to simply withdraw, give notice under Article 50 and withdraw from the European Union but the court um, concluded in these uh, cases that in fact, that's not the case, that this is, um, that the unmaking of law has to be done by Parliament, that it's not something the executive can do. So this has been a very important case for spelling out the different roles of the executive under Crown Prerogative and Parliament and also the role of the courts. So the court, the, um, court made it very clear that Parliament is supreme, that um, there's a distinction between the power of the executive to make international law at the international level and how it's brought into the country, into the United Kingdom. That has to be done through Parliament. They only have the authority to make law, and they also have the authority to unmake it. So when, um, when the government wishes to leave a treaty, um, if it has any impact on domestic law, they actually would have to go back to Parliament. And in the case of leaving the European Union, there'll be... Tremendous impact on domestic law because there are many rights that would be affected by the withdrawal, and therefore it's quite clear um, in this case that they would have to go back to Parliament. Um, the other thing that the court mentioned was um, the question of the role of the um, the uh, of Scotland and Northern Ireland and Wales. Do they have any say in this? And the court concluded that there was no legal right per se for them to make a decision on Article 50. But there is a convention, a political convention, that's called the Sewell Convention, which is that when the uh, UK Parliament takes action that has impacts on areas of, of um, shared responsibility, that they would consult with the um, devolved government. So uh, that was an interesting finding as well. So not a legal princi- principle, but a political principle.
0: That's really interesting, the sort of added step of of consultation as well. You had mentioned triggering Article 50 and how that needs to be done through Parliament. Uh, Theresa May um, very recently um, had said that there is a deadline um, to trigger Article 50 by the end of March. Uh, Well, her government now has quite a tight timeline to pass a bill through Parliament to do so. Um, Do you have a sense of whether it's still possible for her to meet this deadline? It's hard to know. Um, yes, yeah, she has suggested that it would be in March
1: that she would um, she would make the no- give the notice, and then if uh, if an agreement can be reached between the European Union and the United Kingdom, um, the the actual separation would happen, uh, you know, in the ensuing months. If there is no agreement, then it would be automatic after two years. So I think what is likely to happen is that they will have to introduce legislation. Um, the, the court did not give a lot of uh, guidance on the extent of that legislation, what it should contain. But clearly the whole point here is that um, parliamentary sovereignty is such a core principle um, in the sense that making law has to go through this process where the, the elected representatives uh, debate the contents of law. And all the points can be exposed to the public, you know, through the parliamentary debating process. And so you can well imagine that if they try to, to put a very, a very short <laughs> piece of legislation into Parliament, it may not be sufficient to, to answer all the questions that people will have about what, what Brexit actually means. So it may be actually quite complicated. But, type of legislation um, so it, it really will be um, you know a political decision that will play out you know do they try something very small short and see if they can get that through parliament or will they be um required to actually um put in more detail will there be amendments from the, uh, the house of commons or the house of lords what what will happen it's, it's what basically what does happen if it goes to parliament is that the the government itself loses some control over the process and it obviously becomes much more um, representative. So I guess we all will have to wait and see what happens. I mean, one speculation I heard was that it could even lead to um, a, new, a new election if, um, if there were real problems with this, but we just don't know
0: mm mm-hmm. In the Guardian earlier today, uh, Gina Miller, the the lead claimant in the legal fight, uh, said that this ruling is a constitutional victory. Um, and there have been some questions on on social media this morning about the significance of this particular ruling, given that it's upholding a, a previous ruling uh, from from November. What do you see as the significance of of this decision?
1: I think it's some. It provides some very important guidance to. Uh, the people of the United Kingdom, because it's become very polarised here, uh, with you know all sides claiming that the different um, the different branches of government are overstepping so or overreaching. So, you know, Miller's case was that the executive was overreaching. Um, the government's case was that um, this was not a subject matter for the courts to consider. And the courts have had to be very careful to explain that, look, there is a role for courts to sort of set the boundaries between the executive and parliament and lay down the rules. They don't want to get into the merits of whether Brexit's a good thing or a bad thing, but somebody has to be able to independently um, adjudicate those disputes between the executive and parliament and people. And um, and the other thing, it's a real, from a constitutional point of view that's really important is it sort of shows that while Parliament is supreme, um, it, this is this is such a key principle that when they pass legislation such as a referendum act, they can either choose that the results of the referendum are advisory or that they actually automatically get implemented into law and. In the judgment, they give examples where there have been referenda held where there's actually legislation ready to take effect if the referendum um, passes by a majority. Well, they didn't follow that approach in this case, so the court concluded that this was a re- this referendum was intended to be advisory, and that then throws the ball back to Parliament to uh, go through the normal process of representative go- government where uh, the, the elected representatives have to develop legislation and pass it into law. So very interesting case from a constitutional point of view. And of course, from my point of view, <laughs> doing international law, I find it absolutely fascinating, you know, this, 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 where constitutional law and international law intersect and how that border is managed.
0: That's really interesting. And I'm, I'm looking forward to hearing more of your thoughts as, as this conversation unfolds. I'm I know that this won't be the, the last of your interesting insights on the topic. Thank you, Una. Okay, you're welcome. Thanks.